A spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by oh, Mookie Betts. For Taylor, who makes diving catch. And I even need to you got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left. And deep. And the This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA House. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From cold to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this Tuesday night. The Los Angeles Dodgers currently 75-33 and 33 on this season. First place atop the NL West, best record in all of baseball after sweeping the Padres over the weekend. The Dodgers had a day off yesterday. Now they continue their homestand with a two-game interleague series against the Minnesota Twins. Julio Urias on the mound tonight. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 7.10 p.m. Coming up. Up over the next 60 minutes here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll preview this pitching matchup in 30 minutes. Your chance to participate in the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest where you guess the most thrilling player and the inning that it will happen in 45 minutes. David Vassay will go one-on-one with Dodger left-hander Andrew Heaney. Kirsten Watson will stop by and in just a few minutes we'll send it out to Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner in the booth. Well, Sunday, Bellinger and the Dodgers finish off the sweep of San Diego. Tyler Anderson got the start. The Dodger left-hander with a brilliant performance. Seven shutout innings. He scattered just two hits along the way while striking out three. The Dodgers offense provided by two guys, Cody Bellinger and Freddie Freeman. In the third, Bellinger got it started with a bomb to center. 16 to the Dodgers in the last two nights, the 2-2. Here's a fly ball to center field. It's well hit, way back, and Myers looks up, and it's gone, a home run. Cody Bellinger goes the other way. His 14th home run of the year, and the Dodgers take a one to nothing lead. And when the Dodgers score first this year, they are money in the bank. 51 and 10. Ah, that number's only going to get better. Solo home run for Cody. Dodgers a one nothing lead, and they weren't done. Mookie Betts, then a double to center. Two batters later, Freddie Freeman went the opposite way. A base hit to left. That scored Mookie. Dodgers a 2 nothing lead. Then fast forward into the seventh. Dodgers still shutting out the Padres when Bellinger did it again. Here's a 2-1. Bellinger drills one to center field and deep. Going back is Myers at the wall, and it's gone! Bellinger with his second home run of the day. He is three for three, and the Dodgers take a three-to-nothing lead. Two-run home run, solo home run, second of the game for Cody. His 15th of the season, That the top-tier play of the game, brought to you by Arco. Quality top-tier gas for less. The Dodgers up three-to-nothing, and they weren't done. Trey Turner is single. He stole second, then with two outs, 
Guess who? Freddie Freeman again with the base knock. That scored Turner. Dodgers a 4-0 lead on the Padres. While Bellinger and Freeman provided the offense, Tyler Anderson was dominant on the mound. Seven shutout innings. He turned it over to the bullpen for the final two innings. Evan Phillips a scoreless eighth. And Craig Kimbrell got the ninth. He walked a batter but got out of it. Dodgers get the win 4-0. With that win, they've won eight straight overall. They've now beat the Padres 17 out of the last 19 times. You talk about domination. They're now a season high 75 and 33 on this season. That is 42 games over 500 after a day off yesterday to play a little ping pong with Clayton Kershaw. The Dodgers are back at it against the Minnesota Twins. Julio Odias on the mound. And with more, we head out to Dodger Stadium as we say hello to Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner, guys. All right, Tim, a day off yesterday. The Dodgers come back to work for two games with the Minnesota Twins before hitting the road and spending the weekend in Kansas City. The Dodgers at 75 and 33, the best record in baseball by a lot. They're five games better than the Mets, five better than the Yankees, five and a half better than the Houston Astros. Why? Well, since the 1st of July, the Dodgers have gone 28 and 5. That's an 848 winning percentage. Since the 1st of June, 42 and 17. Since the 1st of May, 62 and 26. They're just doing everything right of late. Their bullpen ERA is the best in baseball. Their overall earned run average, 287, is seven-tenths of a run better than any other National League team, better than the Mets, and better than the Braves. This after a big sweep of the San Diego Padres. And where have the San Diego Padres gone? And certainly the billboard was uh, illuminated much brighter than the way that they played the game. Well, that's in the past, but uh, the Padres are still being asked, I think, a lot of questions because they came up short in that series and the Dodgers start tonight. They're 16 games out in front of the Padres as they get going. This is also obviously a, a time that's a big series for the Twins because if you look at it, the way things started today in the American League in the Central Division, the Twins come on today as they woke up a one game lead in front of Cleveland, two games in front of the Chicago White Sox. So these are all important games for the Twins. So the Dodgers keep motoring right along and for the Twins, these are two very important games for their uh, hopes of winning the Central Division in the American League. And we're going to see today, uh, Joy Gallo is going to get the start in left field. Other than that, uh, pretty much the same with one big exception. Justin Turner comes off the injured list. In fact, for Turner will be the designated hitter. He's going to bat in the number six spot. Muncy will be in the fifth spot. Smith is going to do the catching. But it's interesting is now Dave Roberts is giving Joey Gallo a lot of time, a lot of at-bats, including the extra work in the early afternoon to try and get things ironed out and, and be able to have that big left-handed bat. Hoping that big power hitter can start delivering. Julio Urias making his 22nd start of the year, 11-6. and six. Urias in his last nine starts, the Dodgers have won every last one of them, and his ERA is 228, his personal record. One loss is 8-0. Joe Ryan, a right-hander, 26 years of age, 8-4, 367 ERA, starting for the Twins. We'll detail that pitching matchup a little bit later on in the hour, Tim. All right, thank you, guys. We are off and running here on Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. We'll still to come, we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts, get his pregame thoughts. David Vasse goes one-on-one -on -one with Andrew Heaney. We'll break down tonight's pitching matchup. Your chance to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. That's coming up. But up next, Kirsten Watson will check in as we're leading you up to first pitch on this Tuesday night. Dodgers and Minnesota Twins. First pitch is 7-10. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. Let's get you into that stadium and out of your car from the in and out Dodgers traffic center. Here is the great Sabina Mora. All right, Tim, this is Dodgers game day traffic. Yes, and going to go to the 10 at Hoover. Uh, eastbound traffic still busy leaving Robertson through Mid-City, but also a car that was stuck just before the 110, making it even slower. Now, if you're trying to connect with the 110, we do see the north and southbound delays from the 101 to the 10 connector road. And getting over to Stadium Way, you will see some northbound sewing there. Uh, but as far as hazards, again, no crashes. North end of the 5 freeway just before Fletcher, that stalled car finally moved out of the way, leftover delays in both directions. That's a look at Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Sabina Mora. Thank you, Sabina. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. It's the Dodgers and the Minnesota Twins, Julio Odias and Joe Ryan, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 7-10. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Kirsten now joins us from the stadium before the Dodgers and Twins. After a day off yesterday, the Dodgers before that, Kirsten, well, they sweep the San Diego Padres in a much-anticipated series. Now the Dodgers have a 16-game lead in the division. They sure do, and I think you said it perfectly. The Padres came into town. They were coming off this blockbuster trade, acquiring Juan Soto, Josh Bell, Brandon Drury, uh, a few others. And it was one that... Honestly, there was a lot of excitement coming into it. The atmosphere here was insane. It felt like a playoff atmosphere. The fans were so loud. Uh, And the games were just kind of like, for the Dodgers, they were amazing to see them get the runs that they had, supporting the pitching. Everything was going. They they played really good baseball, is basically what I'm trying to say. And the Padres just... Uh, they kind of fell flat, um, and, and so it was kind of a exciting, but also kind of anticlimactic. But it's <laughs> also showed that you know the Dodgers are in a really good spot right now. You just said it right there. They're 16 games ahead in the NL West. They're playing as a team. I personally think that they just look like they're having so much fun, um, which we saw some of that last year. But to me, it feels a little different this year. And as a collective, they just seem like they all are really. They're enjoying themselves and they're enjoying the time and, uh, and they're winning. And that's yep. always a, it's fun for everyone. <laughs> yeah, things are always fun when you're getting W's and they've done it eight in a row now without Justin Turner and old red turn two is back off the IL. He is. He's back and he's back in the lineup. He's going to be the DH tonight. Uh, Dave Roberts said that while he does feel healthy and they believe that he's fully back at like 100%, um, they're going to ease him into it, and they also have felt that Max Muncy has, playing thir- has been playing third base really well, so uh, he's going to be DH tonight, potentially DH tomorrow as well, and then they'll get him out to third, uh, but tomorrow's plan could change just based on a few things. Um, and they also, we didn't talk about it earlier, but tomorrow's pitching plan is mm-hmm. currently tentative. Uh, Ryan Pepio is on the taxi squad. Andre Jackson is also here. I know there was some talk that Andre could potentially, well, he is in that conversation as well. Uh, there's no official decision just yet, but Dave said that if things go as planned, we could see uh, Ryan Pepio getting the start tomorrow. Speaking of the IEL and guys coming back, you mentioned Justin Turner just a second ago, but what's the plan now for some of these Dodger relievers who are getting closer to getting healthy? Yeah, so Bruce Dar and Blake Trinan, uh, Bruce Dar Gratterall as well as Blake Trinan, they both threw a sim game today, faced some hitters. Um, Dave said that, you know, especially kind of on the back end of their outing, he said that things look 
really good, as if they could kind of go out there and play tonight. But of course, it has been a minute, so they are going to go on a rehab assignment. Uh, Blake's rehab assignment is likely going to be a little bit longer than Brewstar's, just obviously due to time on the IL. Um, but both guys are scheduled to go out here soon. No decision just yet on where they will be going. And then we'll see them back and activated. So yeah, and kind of back into some of those higher leverage spots, but definitely going to ease them, ease them in, because we've obviously seen guys like Evan Phillips who have been fantastic. Yeah, guys have certainly picked up the slack in their absence. Thank you, Kirsten. We'll check back in with you after the game. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll preview tonight's pitching matchup. We'll hear from Andrew Heaney, who has been really well since coming off the IL. But up next, we'll get you an injury report, and we'll check in with Dodger manager Dave Roberts. Leading you up to Dodgers and Twins on this Tuesday night. First pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Twins. First to two interleague series. Twins first place in the AL Central. Julio Odias, Joe Ryan, the pitching matchup. First pitch set for 7-10. The LA Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Yancey Almonte on the IEL with the sore elbow. Clayton Kershaw on the IEL with the sore lower back. Justin Turner activated off the IL today with the abdominal strain. He is back. That means Miguel Vargas gets option back to AAA Oklahoma City. Walker Bueller on the IL. Eddie Rios on the IL. Kevin Pillar on the IL over at Camelback Ranch, as he told David Vasse on Dodger Talk last week. He is going to try to make a comeback for the end of this season. Blake Trine and Bruce Dark Gratterall both on the IL, but both going out on rehab assignments. More on that coming up. Tommy Canley on the 60-day IL. Dustin May recovering from Tommy John surgery. He is in AAA Oklahoma City, set to make at least one more start. All right, let's head back out to Dodger Stadium as we check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Well, Dave, first, Justin Turner, back from being on the IL. You have him in as the DH. Is it just about easing him in, or do you have a plan for how you're going to use him these next few days? Um, a little bit of both. Um, easing him in is one part of it. Uh, maximum playing some good third base. Um, haven't decided if uh, I'll, I'll play him at third tomorrow or have him DH two days in a row, but it's just good to get him back in there, and um, he's healthy. He's ready to go. For tomorrow, do you have a plan just yet for who will be pitching? Uh, no plan right now. Uh, the thought, though, is, um, or no certainty, but the plan is, um, obviously, we got Ryan Pepio here um, on the taxi, and so if all things go well, he should be making that start tomorrow. Uh, is the plan still on track for China and Gratterall to go out on rehab? It is. Both guys were good today, um, and the plan is for those guys to go out to OKC on Friday and, uh, you know, make a couple outings two three and kind of see where we go from there do you feel like uh you're finding out as much about joey gallo as he might be finding about finding out about himself with all these simulated games and what you guys are tracking him? absolutely um you know joey's been through a lot and and i think that uh not to make any excuses for anybody but um you know to be an all-star and to be in an environment that uh, where he obviously self-admitted didn't perform, um, but became pretty toxic for him personally. Um, so we're really trying to embrace uh, his uh, new beginning, a new opportunity. And so the thing I'm really proud of him about is 
going through all that stuff to then get to the other side of it um, and to keep, you know, competing and playing. And so we're going to continue to support them uh, mechanically, emotionally, all that stuff um, so he can perform best for us. So to his credit, he's uh, been open with the hitting coaches, with his teammates, and done everything he can to, to uh, you know, get on – the right track as soon as possible to help us win ball games. All right, there's Dave Roberts down the dugout brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse. Leading you up to first pitch, it's the Dodgers and Minnesota Twins. First pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates, the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Minnesota Twins interleague series from Dodgers Stadium. Julio Urias, Joe Ryan, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 710. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. All right, Dave, we heard from the skipper just a few minutes ago talking about Blake Trinan and Bruce Dark Gratterall, but when do you expect these guys to be back with the Dodgers and contributing out of the bullpen? Well, they're on different timetables, Tim. They're both going out to Oklahoma City on Thursday to begin their rehab assignments, but Bruce Dark Gratterall more than likely will rejoin the Dodgers in Milwaukee during this road trip. It starts in Kansas City over the weekend, and then the Dodgers move over to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and that's where the Dodgers are expecting to get Gratterall back into their bullpen. But because of Blake Trinan's shoulder injury being more severe than Gratterall's, it appears that Trinan will stay longer at AAA and build himself up and also maybe even go back-to-back games down there in AAA and more than likely be called up in the beginning of September. So they're on different tracks, and the good news is Gratterall told me today he feels like he's back after today's simulated game. That is certainly great news to hear, Dave. What's the latest on Clayton Kershaw? Well, he's still not playing catch, and until he starts to play catch, he told me there's nothing to report. Last week, he did receive an epidural injection, so that has allowed his back to be freed up, and Dave Roberts continues to maintain that this injury is not as severe as the one that put him on the injured list for a month this season. So until we see him play catch, he said there's really not much to say. Dave is brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Dave, last night was the big uh, ping pong for purpose charity event for Clayton Kershaw and his wife's foundation. Which Dodger player, though, you're observing was the best actual ping pong player? Well, I don't know if you'll be surprised by this, Tim, but everyday Trey, Trey Turner, actually won the tournament last night. He actually lost uh, officially, but the two, uh, the <laughs> team that he lost to, they were professional ping pong players. So Trey Turner and his partner, who was uh, a former professional tennis player, forgot his name, unfortunately. Marty Fish? 
Yes, Marty Fish. How did you know that? I saw it on Twitter. Yes, Marty Fish and Trey <laughs> Turner were teammates, and they made it to the finals. But, I, you know, I went up. I Trey took a break to get his kids some toys uh, uh, before the finals, and I was talking to him. You know, I like to backslap guys once in a while. <laughs> I backslapped Trey Turner, and he was drenched. He was really into it. He was sweating through his T-shirt last night. So Trey Turner, the wolf. <laughs> The best ping pong player on the Dodgers last night. I saw Justin Turner play a little ping pong last night. He gets activated off the aisle today, Dave. And it doesn't sound like he's going to be in any rush to come back and play every day at third base. They're going to kind of ease him in, right? No doubt. And he was lucky enough to have Will Farrell as his partner Ooh. last night. So he had an A-list celeb as his ping pong partner. But, yeah, it's good to have him back. He said he started to feel much better in San Francisco. Today was the first day he was eligible to come off the injured list. And similar to what the Dodgers have been doing all season long with Justin Turner, Tim, they're not going to just play him at third base every day. They're going to mix and match and give him days off uh, by using him as a DH. So the DH uh, has been very valuable for the Dodgers this season. And with so many players now starting to come off the injured list, it's certainly a luxury to be able to have that now in the National League. You pretty good ping pong player, Dave? Not at all. I'm foosball <laughs> all the way. All right, good stuff. We'll check back in with you in just a couple of minutes. Dodger fans, I need three contestants because it's time for the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest, 866-987-2570. You predict the player in the inning, the most thrilling play will happen tonight between the Dodgers and Twins, and if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Hey, guess what? Just for playing, you're going to get tickets to Six Flags Magic Mountain, 866-987-2570. 2570. Leading up to first pitch, Dodgers and Twins. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of LA Dodgers Baseball. It's Dodgers and Twins, Julio Urias and Joe Ryan, the pitching matchup. We'll dive deeper into that coming up. In about 25 minutes, first pitch coming up at 7:10. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, our three contestants ready to go. Oliver is going to start things off. Oliver, what's your guess? Let's go with Max Muncy in the fourth. Max Muncy in the fourth inning. All right, good luck to you, Oliver. Darren is our next contestant. Darren, welcome. What is your guess? Hey, Jim. Thanks so much. Uh, I say red turn two. He's going to walk it off in the bottom of the ninth. Justin Turner in the ninth inning. All right, good luck to you, Darren. Ernie is our third and final contestant. Ernie, welcome. What's your guess? I'm going to do uh, Will Smith in a six. Will Smith in what inning? In a six. Will Smith in the sixth inning. All right, good luck to you, Ernie. Darren and Oliver are three contestants in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else. Six Flags Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday as we are leading you up to first pitch on this Tuesday night. Dodgers and Twins, first pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. 
Let's get you into the stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. You know her, you love her. The one and only Sabina Mora giving us the traffic on the way into the stadium. Sabina? Thank you, Tim. Dodgers game day traffic on the 110. First northbound right at Stadium Way. That was a car stuck in lanes. They did move it out of the way, but there's some leftover congestion. Better southbound on the 110 if you're leaving Highland Park uh, to get to Stadium Way. Traffic is still tough out of Burbank, and that's heading southbound, leaving Alameda all the way through to the 2. And a problem northbound near Fletcher. That car finally out of the way. There will be sewing near Riverside Drive southbound, but no closures or collisions. That's your Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Sabina Mora. Thanks, Sabina. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. Dodgers and Twins, first pitch to 7-10. Still to come, we'll hear from Andrew Heaney. We'll get to the keys to the game, and we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's LA Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. After a day off yesterday, Rick, the Dodgers are back in action for just a small period of time. Two games against the Twins before this homestand is over with. Hey, two games of an opportunity to add to the uh, 75 and uh, 33 record, uh, the best record in baseball for the Dodgers. Uh, then they will pack up and head on the road. But first things first, you know, you, you come in and you blame this two-game series, and this is a very important series, obviously, for the Minnesota Twins because of the standings in the American League Central Division. And for Minnesota, just a one-game lead in front of, and how much of it is surprising, with the uh, Cleveland Guardians and then the the White Sox, who have made a a little resurgence. They're only two games out. So, yeah, these games are are extremely important to uh, the Minnesota Twins. Carlos Correa. He is going to be hitting second tonight at Dodger Stadium, Rick. Uh, what do you expect the reception for Correa to be? Uh, very similar to what Manny Machado was listening to when he came to bat <laughs> in, uh, at Dodger Stadium. Uh, people have a very long memory, and you can change uniform, but uh, you know what? Baseball fans know who he used to be with. Right, and Jose Altuve, a lot of people believe that he ducked out of the All-Star game because he did not want to subject himself to this Dodger Stadium crowd. Do you think that would have happened, David? <laughs> well, Justin Verlander showed up that day. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a hitter, so but he, <laughs> but he was with that group of guys, so what the heck. He sure was. Rick, uh, when you look at this Dodger ball club, the way they're playing right now, eight-game winning streak, it's conceivable this can run to ten games before the end of this homestand. See, I like that you're thinking. You know, you're, you're – you're not a half-empty guy, you know, when you look at the glass. I, I like that. And that's the attitude that you have to come in with. The other part, too, is uh, the return of Justin Turner is going to come off the injured list. He will be the designated hitter. Joey Gallo is going to be in left field. Cody Bellinger will be in center. Mookie Betts, of course, in right field. But uh, for Justin Turner, it's good to have him back off the injured list and uh, a chance to get some at-bats tonight. Speaking of Joey Gallo, since he's joined the Dodgers and they've come back home to Dodger Stadium, it seems like every day he's facing some pitchers. Today it was Blake Trinan and Bruce Star Gratterall. Other days it's been minor league pitchers that are doing him the service. Do you feel like this is something where the Dodgers are trying to figure out who Joey Gallo is or what do you make of all these simulated games? Is Joey Gallo trying to figure out who Joey Gallo is? That's, that's another part that we don't know really the answer to. But uh, Dave Roberts has said, look, we're going to get him some extra work because he's not been able to play a great deal and he's in New York. Everett Gallo, he comes over and he, and he knows that he did not have a good beginning of 2022 with the New York Yankees. So it's an opportunity. He'll bet in the, uh, the number eight spot in tonight's ball game. But for Gallo, the biggest thing initially 
is to make better contact. He has not done that on a consistent basis. That's a good first step, Rick. Tonight's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community <laughs> Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. You know, I, I remember, and Charlie Steiner is looking at me also, <laughs> looking at you. We remember when you did not have an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's that type of Tuesday, Rick. <laughs> attitude Tuesday. By the way, I meant, I meant to bring this up the other day. I, I listened to your post-game show. I believe I think it was Saturday. Yeah, Kevin Pillar was on. Did an excellent job. And uh, I, I was fascinated to, to hear him expand upon this ball club about hitting, about competition, but also the inside story since we've all been, uh, you know, in retrospect and thinking about Vince Cully, that his family has uh, the flooring store. And the fact that they did Vin Scully's home a number of years ago, and Kevin was with his father when they went to uh, to Vin's house and to Sandy's house to give them an estimate, and then eventually doing the work. You never know. You know, this world gets smaller and smaller. But to hear that, that was just a. It was a great interview, and uh, that little story I think got a lot of people just really, uh, if not pulling over to listen to it. Uh, they paid a lot of attention to it. Yeah, that was a really great story that he shared with us. And like all of us, Rick, Vince Scully lived up to all of our expectations. Well, yeah, the expectations and a, and a whole lot more. And uh, attending the service yesterday with so many of the Dodger people and people that uh, work here uh, at, at the stadium and being with uh, Vin's family. Uh, a chance for all of us to, uh, to kind of go back in the memory. And I'm certain that we all have. There are special moments that we uh, that we cherish and and those of us that were privileged enough to be around Vin on on certain days and and here at the ballpark um, yeah it, it's been uh, it's been a difficult week but to spend it with uh, with Vin's family um, and be able to let them know that hey there there are people all around this world that are putting their arms around them no doubt well said Rick we'll check in with you and Charlie a little bit later in the show before first pitch between the Dodgers and Twins Tim we'll send it back to you all right thanks a lot guys Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's home of the original pizza chicken and mojos the triple play of flavor on game night feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck we'll get you a preview of this pitching matchup Rick and Charlie will have the keys to the game but up next we go high and tight with Dodgers left-hander Andrew Heaney. It's a Dodgers and Twins. First pitch at 710. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Twins, Julio Urias and Joe Ryan, the pitching matchup. First of two games against the first-place team in the AL Central. First pitch coming up at 7-10. Dodger fans, well, you need to find the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. The Dodgers and Twins meeting again for the second time this season. Hard to think back to that Twins series all the way back on the first road trip and not think about Andrew Heaney shoving along with Clayton Kershaw in that series. Andrew joins us. Thanks a lot for the time. Yeah, no problem. Back on the mound. 
That's got to feel good. Yeah, it does feel good. Feels good. It's been a long season, I guess, in some ways, right, Andrew? Even though you look at the numbers and what you've been able to do, there's been a lot of success, but a lot of work to get there. Yeah, it's uh, it's been up and down. It's been frustrating at times, but when I've been out there, I've been good, and so I'm just working really hard to, to stay out there. Maybe you can answer this question better than most. We all hear about what the Dodgers do and how they help pitchers unlock things that maybe they never were able to in their careers prior to coming to the Dodgers. What is it about what they do here to help guys reach their potential? I mean, I think it's very like it's a, it's an entire organization that works together from the strength staff to the training staff, to the coaching staff. Um, so it's a holistic approach in that sense. And then from a pitching side of things, like talking with Mark and Connor, um, a couple mechanical changes that have helped me feel a lot more comfortable and feel a little bit more like aggressive getting down the mound than just kind of a couple pitch, pitch grips and pitch thoughts, uh, I guess you could say. Um, I think like the conviction with which when they make a suggestion, they're not just throwing something at the wall and hoping it sticks. Uh, when they make a suggestion, they have a reason for it. So if you have any questions, you can ask them, and then they have an explanation for you. And, and it makes that easier to you know, trust even on days where maybe it doesn't feel very good or it's not working as well as you hope that they kind of have a plan of like, well, you may not be where we want you to get to, but this is the ultimate goal, and like this is why it will work. And so it's easier to, to kind of stay on, on course with that um, versus kind of, kind of getting sidetracked or trying to find a – an easier solution or a quicker fix you know what I mean like I think that there's a there's a a a bigger picture that they believe in and so they're going to be like committed to that how did they earn your trust was it a moment or was it a collective accumulation of everything you just described was was there one moment that you said okay I could trust what these guys have to offer I mean they have the track record to prove it I mean that's the first thing um even talking with them in the off season, um, you know, just even before I signed here, just talking to them, like, and listening to them, understanding how they view things, how they viewed me, what they wanted me to do. Like, I believed in that. And then, um, you know, I was pretty, uh, I was so bad last year. It's like, you know, it really, honestly, like, it was kind of refreshing to have um, somebody who kind of was like, hey, like, we really think you're going to be really good. I mean, even just having somebody, you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm a good player, but sometimes when you have tough tough times like that it's like you kind of feel like man am I ever going to even get back to just being average you know what I mean like that's that's like crazy to think about but um you know I think like just their track record and then the conviction with which they 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 say things and believe in them um makes you buy in quickly I feel like in this day and age of video games and social media we don't remember that pitchers players are human beings and doubt sometimes creeps in did you have to be reminded how good you are and how good you can be? Yeah, man, I think, like, you know how good you are, and people telling you that is one thing, but when you go out there every fifth day or whenever whenever you're on the mound and it doesn't feel like things ever go your way, like, it's 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 no matter how many people tell you that you're good or, you know, can try to pump you up, like, when you close your eyes at night and you, you start seeing balls getting barreled, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta you got to dig deeper and start kind of – you know, getting back to some of the things. So, I mean, I, th- I think it's a it's a whole collection of things. It's not as easy as just, you know, having somebody say, hey, we, we think you can be pretty good, right? Like, it has to be, you have to see it, you have to feel it, you have to believe it, because you can have a million other people tell you that, 
but if the results aren't there, like you're going to feel like you're not going to feel like you're making progress. Andrew, do you, is visualization a big thing for you? It sounds like that's what you're describing, especially on start day. Yeah, I had a Will Insner. Shout out Will Insner was our um, our kind of mental coach in Anaheim, and had a lot of really you know good talks with him about uh, visualization and something that I kind of had like inherently done without really knowing it and he uh he helped me a lot with kind of how to best like hone it how to um how to without getting too technical how to like back back out of negative thoughts and replace them with more positive thoughts uh you can't you can't like push negative thoughts out you have to like reframe them you have to retrain your brain to not view things negatively and and um so without I mean we could do a whole 30 minute thing yeah. if you wanted on that but yeah that's that's helped me a lot for sure no doubt that's a big thing in yeah. athletics yeah. being positive and having that positive visualization yeah, absolutely this has been a great conversation thanks a lot for the time can't wait to see you back out there on the mound thank you appreciate it there he is the man Andrew Heaney and he receives a gift card to Travis Matthew Travis Matthew by the way, Andrew is the first men's brand to truly blend lifestyle and performance apparel, creating soft, comfortable clothing that looks and feels great. Shop the latest looks at TravisMatthew.com. Just ask Tony Gonsolin about that, Haney. All right. All right. Here you go. There he goes. The man, Andrew Haney. All right. Thank you, David. Thank you, Andrew. Leading up to first pitch. Dodgers and Twins on this Tuesday night. Coming up, we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your part of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. Dodgers and Twins, first to two interleague series. Dodgers first place atop the NL West. The Twins first place atop the AL Central. First pitch coming up at 710. And now... Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like sleek new cameras are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Julio Urias on the mound, 11-6 with a 257 ERA. The 25-year-old left-hander making his 22nd start this season. He is currently amongst the National League leaders in ERA, wins, batting average against, and whip. Top five in all those. He has limited left-handers to a 194 batting average this year, and he's kept righties to just a 216 average. Julio Reyes, don't look now, he's 8-0 in his last nine starts. Last time out, six shutout innings, seven hits, six strikeouts, and a win. This will be his first career appearance against the Twins. Joe Ryan Gets the start for Minnesota, 8-4, and four, the 367 ERA, 26-year-old right-hander. He's got some local ties, even though he's raised in Northern California. He pitched at Cal State Northridge for a couple of years. Then he transferred to Cal State Stanislaus. He was a seventh-round pick of the Tampa Bay Rays in 2018. Traded to the Twins last year, made his Major League debut last year. He was the Twins' opening day starter, making his 18th start this year. Last time out, five innings, one run, three hits, nine strikeouts. That was a win over the Detroit Tigers. This is his first time. Facing the Dodgers. Julio Urias, Joe Ryan, Dodgers and Twins, interleague series from the stadium. First pitch 15 minutes away. 
Keys to the game are coming up next. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Minnesota Twins. Julio Urias, Joe Ryan, the pitching matchup. Just a two-game series. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles. Our bus operators, remember to thank your driver. First pitch is coming up at 710, but before that, we head back out to the booth. A final check-in with Rick and Charlie. Guys. All right, Tim, as the Dodgers have won 30 of their last 35, it has been the starting pitching, among other things, that's carried the day. Let's put it into some kind of perspective. Clayton Kershaw, in his career, has averaged a 17-8 and record, a 249 ERA, 220 innings, 34 starts. That's in his career, 17-8 and every season. Dodger starters this year since the 29th of June are 18 and 3 at a 252 ERA, 199 and two thirds innings in 35 starts. So it's been remarkable what the Dodgers hitting has done. They're basically the best in the league in that category these days, and the pitching has been lights out. Urias going tonight for the Dodgers against Joe Ryan. Charlie, a couple of fly ball pitchers in today's game, and uh, for Urias, along with uh, Ryan, more fly balls than ground balls. But for Julio Urias, you begin to look at how he really tightens uh, the belt when runners in scoring position below a 200 average in that area, 197 to be exact. He throws a lot of strikes, first strikes in particular, almost 70% of his pitches leading off and any individual at bat have been in the strike zone. And for Joe Ryan, very similar to Urias, very effective with the fastball upstairs. Ryan now is beginning to throw a few more sliders, but the majority of his strikeouts for Joe Ryan have been the fastball. In fact, a very low batting average also of just 174 against the heater. A fastball with movement, and it goes back to as Dan Gladden, one of the color commentators for the Twins, was telling us, used to be a water polo player. Yeah, and so maybe that's the way he gets on. He gets a little higher spin rate. Neither one of these guys are going to light up the radar gun at 100 miles an hour. They're both averaging right at 92 to 93 miles an hour. And for Joe Ryan, the slider, along with a changeup and occasionally a curveball for Julio Urias, if it's not the fastball that's getting it, it's that big slurve and the changeup. And when Urias is good, he is very good. Dodgers with a 16-game lead on the Padres. The Dodgers have won eight in a row, during which time they have outscored the opposition 52-17. to Lineups and first pitch coming up. All right, Dodgers start the night with a 16-game lead over the San Diego Padres who are in action right now at home at Petco Park, playing host to the San Francisco Giants. And wouldn't you know it, second-inning Giants already with a 1-0 lead over the Padres. Dodgers looking to continue their eight-game winning streak. It's the first of two against the first-place Minnesota Twins from the AL Central, Joe Ryan. Julio Urias, the pitching matchup. Dodgers and Twins, first pitch is next. I'm Tim Cates. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody. We're born.